0: Everyone and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host Parker Moon.
1: I volunteer's
2: tribute. This is Brett
0: Irvin. The
1: Maze Runner ruined my childhood. Daniel Phillips. Hey, and we're
0: a weekly book club podcast where we talk uh, everything books and books related, and we're uh, we also go over one book a month. Uh, What book are we reading, guys, for this month? Crying at H Mart. That's right, crying at H Mart. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's That's it. It's Michelle's honor. Um she also is the lead singer of Japanese Breakfast so check out the band
2: if you like podcasts and you like music check out her episode on the podcast Song Exploder
0: Sound Exploder
1: There's a Song sure Exploder
0: it's, it's Song Don't listen to me I know nothing <laughs> I think it's Song Now I'm double <laughs> I I'm definitely wrong here and I said it so confidently Oh boy! not yeah,
1: corrected him.
0: I correct. I I went out of my way to correct him on a podcast that I've listened to twice. Wait, it's it's definitely Song Exploder. This is actually, I'm I'm waiting. I want to know now. This podcast is on pause. Imagine elevator music, audience. Dan, can you give us some elevator music?
2: Excuse me. It's um. That's terrible, ladies and gentlemen. Music. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. It's Song Exploder. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Well, that <laughs> this idiot. Okay, I'm a dummy. I'm so sorry, Brett. I think should I, think I you should guys I leave? are gonna have to go in without me. Well, no, I mean, me. I, I feel like I should leave. I I definitely tried to correct you on something that I knew nothing about. I actually think I'm gonna
2: go work for Song Exploder. They you should. me a job. Be much more successful. I wasn't gonna take it, but
0: um. Well, let's uh, before we get into discussion this week, let's talk short stories and what we're reading. Do either of you guys have any, any crazy stories from the week?
1: Not crazy. I actually put down my controller and read some books this week, though. I'm so of proud of you, pal. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, so I like still hours in, of Elden Ring. Yeah, I still... Don't, don't get me wrong. I still play some <laughs> Elden Ring, but I actually snuck in some reading this week as well. So uh, I'm still you, reading Priory of the Orange Tree um, probably about halfway through now. And I, do you
0: understand anything so far?
1: I, as of like 150 pages ago, I started understanding what was going on. So Nice. That's exciting.
0: Oh, boy. I really want to read it, but you did scare me a little bit because you said that like the first 250 pages, you had no clue what was going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's a dense, high fantasy.
0: What are you going to do? What are you going to do? do? Brett, what about you, pal? What's going on in your life?
1: Um,
2: Well, the only thing of note is... I know we we talk about Batabots a lot on this show. Oh, boy. Uh, the we World do. Championships are coming up. And, you know, get your brackets ready. The 2022
0: uh, uh, tournament is about to start. How yeah. many... So, okay,
1: so how many bots play in this tournament? 32. Oh, my gosh. That's, and that's so many. That's,
0: like, from the qualifiers. Who Like, there's a bunch of bots that don't make it. So, yeah. those are just, like, the top 32.
2: Yeah. It's amazing
0: Yeah Brett What's your reading
2: I am reading Edge Dancer And
0: Crying in H Mart Crying in H Mart Nice That's the ones Nice Wait a
1: second That's the book of the month This month Oh Crazy (laughs) We
0: gotta have it read soon So I need (laughs) to get past chapter 2 Huh
1: Yeah
0: Um Yeah so So I'm I'm reading uh, Crying in H Mart as well Or I should say I've started We're all reading the same book That's crazy I know it's crazy guys uh, I started and I uh, I am also re- – and this is, this is my one. I'm, I'm mentioning him once. I'm going to pause him you right time. now. If
1: you mentioned Sanderson, you're off the podcast. I, oh, it's
0: one time. It's one time. Brett just did. You didn't threaten him.
1: He didn't say the yeah, word. But,
0: okay. Well, okay. So I'm we reading to The read Arcanum Anderson. Unbounded, but I put it down
1: so is that, that I could
0: – I don't know. So that I could focus my on uh, uh, our book of the month this month uh, and get away from fantasy and enter into nice. a beautiful memoir. Um, and and maybe learn to process some of my own trauma and grief uh, mm-hmm. from the help of that book. So, okay. anyways, I should be reading the that. The Sanderson book. Um, but guys, I do have a story, and I already I already told you a little bit about it. But uh, I want to give you the like the the play by play. So this week I was sitting. Uh, I was actually in office because um, I've been going in. You know, once a week now. And I was messaging this guy. I've talked to him like a handful of times, right? Super nice guy. Like the nicest guy. Uh, His name's Jacob. If he's listening, what's up, Jacob? Um, uh, And we were just like, I was chatting to him about a project that we were working on together. And then he messaged me and was like, it was like, yeah, thanks for the updates. By the way, found your podcast. And I was like, oh no. Like it was that feeling of like, (laughs) now it's. Now it's real. Now Our it's Our secret known. identities
2: are blown. Um,
0: because like it, it's one thing if I tell people about the podcast, and I could um, preface it and say like, "Hey, maybe um, don't uh, like just <laughs> you know maybe just or maybe, it, it's I gotta like be a certain level of like close to people before mm-hmm. I'm like ready to right. tell them about the podcast. Yeah, um, there's like some intimacy there.
1: You gotta uh, know or- – it, I got to know that I
0: can trust them not to just you like have to absolutely... time stamp your
1: avatar discussions before oh, yeah, your coworkers exactly. find them
0: right exactly so do you want me to s-
1: delete all our old episodes yeah just go ahead and, and, and okay. throw it all in the trash burn everything i'm gonna oh, edit yeah. an episode that's just parker talking about akatar slash and burn it the all best please of, <laughs> best um, of parker speaks about no, it,
0: but all, all jokes aside it was really sweet he, he he messaged he was like oh yeah i love it i'm excited to check it out and i asked him if he's a big book reader and he said that he wants to um he wants to like read more but he just likes podcasts in general Um, So that was exciting. I think he found it. This is not confirmed uh, through Instagram, uh, but (laughs) but it definitely it definitely was one of those moments where I I had that like that like heart sink feeling of like, oh, man, this is this is our art that we are putting out in the world uh, for anyone to consume. And I don't know if I've thought about the ramifications of some of the dumb things I've said. So, hey, Jacob, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> this is it. Uh, uh, don't don't tell everyone, please. <laughs> don't so, tell on me. Don't tell my so boss. It's,
2: it's real for you now, but it's still not real for me and Dan. Yeah, I'm still so, hidden. Yeah, we're still good. Yeah. So it's you're like, going to have to watch what you say.
0: For the people like I, and the thing is I want our podcast to be known, right? It's it's such a weird it's such a weird feeling cuz like I want I want recognition. I want people to listen and enjoy it, but then also I want anonymity and um mm. the like the safe space of knowing that like if our, you say, our audience already likes yeah. us if they're listening and not like me having to convince someone to like what they're hearing cuz that now that's, that's scary. <laughs> That's
2: where it gets tough.
1: That's yeah, where, you no that's longer have the safety blanket trick. if, like, you casually mention that someone should read *Mind Comp* um, instead what? of *Maze Runner*. Oh yeah, yeah. you're gonna be—you're not gonna be safe if you happen to say something like that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I—I do—I do remember you saying that now. So really, I don't know why I was worried. He's just gonna think you're a terrible person. You
2: look like an angel <laughs> compared still, to Dan. I'm still. I hidden. hope so.
0: That's the vibes I want to put out in the world. Is that I'm a sweet angelic uh, boy who only sometimes reads weird books and nice. says weird things. Um, did you sometimes, read?
2: Sometimes those angels have sex. <laughs> sometimes,
0: <laughs> sometimes they're not they're not angels; they're fairies. Um. Anyways, do you guys want to get to the quote of the week so yes. I can stop being embarrassed after? was I the
1: only one that submitted one?
0: You were. And do you want to know why, Dan? Hey, Dan, do you want to know why? Why? Because we're both reading books from an author that we put a limit on talking about.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> on your shoulders. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, I, I could I could bring some quotes.
1: So I got quotes. I am I, I think I'm gonna turn over a new leaf for the quote of the week and only bring Discworld quotes. Um okay. because Honestly, there, that's fine. There's so many. Okay, so, so
0: what if it's just Sanderson and Pratchett? <laughs> what, what if we just give them their own segment in our uh our podcast? Because you can guarantee that we're probably reading one of those two authors.
1: Um so I I'll I'll share my quote of the week, which wins by default. Congrats um Terry Pratchett.
0: I really want listeners to submit to this this segment so that we can have So Terry audience. Pratchett
1: can beat them too.
0: No, Terry Pratchett <laughs> won't. Our, our audience is going to hit us with some awesome quotes and then I'll laugh at you Dan while you are so excited about your Terry Pratchett quote and then it gets beat out by a better one.
1: So I picked this one cuz I um read a few chapters of The Father this week. Um as well as the orange tree. And this one made me laugh because obviously dodgeball is immediately what I thought of, you know, Ben Stiller's dodgeball.
0: Yeah. The only dodgeball that I think of when someone says dodgeball. Um,
1: And so the quote is uh, Susan, which I'm not going to spoil who Susan is in the death series, but the quote is from Susan and she says, don't get afraid, get angry, you know, like from dodgeball.
0: Ah, so there were no, there were no quotes on this where you put it in our show notes. So I thought the actual quote was Susan says, don't get angry. <laughs> don't get that, afraid. That get is angry.
1: the, I mean, that's the actual thing line from the book. It's like Susan says, don't get afraid. Oh, get oh, nice. Okay. Um,
0: well, I trust Susan and Hey, to everyone, our audience take Susan's word this week. Don't be afraid. Get angry. Not Susan's, too angry though. Susan said so. No, Susan said,
2: is there a limit on the anger? Nope unlimited no anger
0: all anger all anger this week no fear Okay,
2: but if you see a bear all anger
0: all anger It probably a little bit of fear better. is okay <laughs> no nope. it keeps no fear is keeps for keeps the balance i'm angry that we're having this conversation and have not moved on to discussions yet
2: i'm trying to make sure that we don't need to get a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> for
0: this we, podcast. I mean, we didn't tell them to do anything with that anger okay I'm we didn't say sure. act upon your anger we just said don't be afraid get angry okay yeah
2: i mean i support this but you know i'm just saying like that that's asterisks that, hey, hey, you know what i'll put something hey, in after hey, the show hey, man, that's my where i'm just like that's my um, legal workaround anything anything said in this podcast cannot be held <laughs> against us in a court of law
1: yeah. yes unless they find out our true identity is at work
0: oh damn oops I beefed it, guys. Beefed up. We're I gonna have beefed. to start
2: it. We're gonna have to start over all, all again. Yeah. Move Let's, to a new uh, city.
0: Change our identities. We're moving to different cities and we changing st- jobs.
1: <laughs> we still have to do the podcast, though.
0: Let's do the podcast. Yeah. Hey, uh, what are we talking about, guys?
1: Man, we're diving into dystopian novels because it's the end of the world. Boy, oh boy, there's a lot of them, and the I want to get end to
0: the end of the world. As we know, it. I I'm so bad at singing. Why would I ever try to sing on this podcast? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're getting to the, the the dirty of dystopian novels and why there are so many of these things.
0: Why are we all obsessed with the end of the world? Because we think about death so much. Damn. Hey, Shoot. you know, so when uh, <laughs> I got to say, I, I picked this prompt, had a lot of confidence, was like, yeah, this is going to be a good prompt to talk about. Didn't quite consider the current state of the world climate yes the current state of the world and the fact that there is a lot of anxiety about that so um i'm gonna preface this to our listeners and audience and say everything that we're saying and joking about this episode uh is obviously within the 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 context of jokes and and can't be held against us in the court of law so, so you, what you Brian. do
1: you take your anxiety you push it down really really far and you yes. never let it out we've talked about this before it works for everyone um and then you cope with sadness with humor
0: yes right I that's healthy like that
1: that's a healthy um, thing and to also
0: do. hey and also guys like cut cut it out this, sorry, this is me talking to, like, people Our world who, like, leaders. war. Yeah, global <laughs> leaders. This is me talking to the global leaders of the world. Just chill. Like, just come on. Come on. Just, Guys. Just start a podcast together. Guys. Right, like, just read some books. If you really got all that pent-up energy about the end of the world, read some books. Don't don't maybe start it.
1: We did just tell everyone anger is unlimited.
0: And so oh, shit. Maybe shoot. we're throwing out mixed
1: messages here. But... To uh, ignore all of that, well, let's 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 talk about some dystopian novels and series. Let's talk and
0: about books. dystopian novels. Um, and... So right off
1: right off the bat, there's a lot of these things. What are your favorite ones? What are your favorite dystopian themed so, books?
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out one real quick that I read in high school. Kind of wild. Um, and that book is *The Road*. Oh yeah, Cormac McCarthy. I was going to mention that. Yep. So *The Road* is remarkably, remarkably dark. Cormac um, got it out for us. What? Cormac McCarthy? Oh, oh, sorry, I did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who knows? Uh, um, yes. So it, but it, I remember like I, I was, whilst reading that as a prepubescent, you know, young lad, thinking like, wow, this is. This is a lot, this is too much for my innocent eyeballs. Um, and I but I, I really I really liked it. I took away a lot from it. I think my favorite piece of writing about it and um, what what maybe made it so successful is the fact that the entire novel, the characters, the main two protagonists, don't have names. It's just the man and the boy. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me as such a cool writing mechanic because the idea is that you put yourself in their shoes when reading that, right? Like you anyone can slot themselves in, in their shoes yeah. because it doesn't go so far as to give them too much identity. Um and I, I don't know. I just really like that one. It stuck with me. It's really dark. Um it probably one of the more gruesome dystopian novels that i've read so if you are queasy uh or don't like that stuff that's a warning for you
2: i think the scariest part is that it feel like a lot of these dystopian books are like there's like a fantasy aspect or horror aspect but that's just like hey this could happen this way kind of thing
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yep yep yep, so, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh uh-huh what about you guys what you got for me
2: i was gonna take a second to discuss um, one of my favorite um, dystopian novels.
1: It's YA. Um, Stop talking. It's by a little author. (laughs) James Dashner, I assume. I'll
2: let Dan talk about that one later. Um, I was just going to say, I think my favorite dystopians are in the horror genre, just because it feels more at home there.
0: right it's a you can extension of dis or disbelief right you can just that kind of feel like it's like "Ah, it's not real
2: exactly so obviously um you guys have read the stand so i'm sure you could probably discuss i mean that's a pretty iconic one um you know stephen king kind of is a a master of dystopian stuff so
1: yeah i was also going to mention the stand because that is probably my most recent read dystopian novel um and i I've read very little horror, but I think it does just fit best in like more of a thriller setting, because there there's just so many YA dystopian novels, and like they mesh together really well. Like they they kind of bleed into one another, in my opinion. And so having like a standalone kind of horror thriller mystery makes it. Just stand I, out a little bit more. Stand loved, out a little bit more. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Do me say it again? Uh, I loved when the st- like or when. Uh, wow. Uh, maybe I should rephrase that. I didn't love anything about when COVID first happened, but I liked watching the reactions on Twitter that Stephen King had with people who were like saying that his book was like prophecy, <laughs> and he was like, "Guys, chill." He was like, "COVID." And, and Captain Trips or, or whatever the yeah. the other names for the disease and sand, he's like, they are not the same. The super flu in his book killed like 98% of people within like a couple of weeks. Um, but the parallels there obviously were seen. Um, and it was interesting because I feel like it brought the stand back into like cultural relevance for a little while. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think I, I read or Maddie read it and then I read it and then you read it, Dan. For, I think it kind of trickling from that uh, shared like, hey, we're dealing with a pandemic. Let's read about a pandemic. And um, yeah, to make ourselves feel better book. about yeah, this one. Right. That'll help.
1: That's a beefy boy. It's a big book. Good book. Um, but no, So with there being so many types of dystopian, but I mean, there there's infinite they're everywhere like why do we why are they so successful I think is a better question these things can just get spit out and people gobble them up
0: yeah so and that's so I I had a point in here in our in our show notes about like what it says about our culture and I wonder if it is um I wonder if it's pervasive amongst all cultures you know like I wonder if it's something that's more like a, a it's something that's super common in, in Western culture right now, and and like, or just like American culture, or if it's something that spans throughout all cultures. But I I think obviously there's um one a a sense of like finality to mm-hmm. it that almost in the same way where we're always like human nature is always asking the question of like where did we come from. I think the kind of like dark shadow to that question is how is it all going to (laughs) end which um yikes (laughs) yeah sorry dan i saw that face you made on the camera. um but i i don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing but i think it's just that kind of like there is interest there right there's like that that's an exciting conversation to some Mm. degree and in speculatory terms i don't think anyone is Jones in to be in one of these situations right no one's right. like oh man hope it's my lifetime when all the you know bad stuff happens but like we we like to uh I, I you know in our minds play out scenarios play out how it's gonna happen um you know s- see ourselves in characters like in in the midst of like overwhelming uh like yeah trauma or pain or suffering like we kind of insert ourselves and to see like oh i wonder what i would do um i mean i that that's the that's the pool for me right that's the attraction for me and i'm a sucker for you know dystopian of the world it's high stakes it's an easy grab it's an easy hook right
1: yeah i think a big one for me or just for the genre as a whole a lot of the dystopian storylines that are out there they deal like your point of view is the little guy right and then there's some higher power whether it be like villain clan government which is like the big ya hook like there's some higher power that's controlling the world from a really drastic point of view and so i think that's like just especially for i mean you've got hunger games Divergent, Maze Runner, probably like ten more. I can't think of that. It's like some government power is controlling this new world, and so I think that's like a big hook for for dystopian as a as a whole. So I have a
0: question for you guys. Do y'all feel like there's cultural burnout right now for dystopian stuff? Do you like? Do you feel personally cultural burnout from dystopian novels? Dysto. I mean, I feel like it's it's pervasive in like all media right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe it always will be. I don't know.
1: I. I don't really i feel it's weird because early like 2010s yes um yeah very hard when 2012 was coming yes. out in theaters because one you had like you had the the natural disaster movies um yeah and contagion featuring Dimitri martin which makes me laugh a lot still uh like the the pandemic movie zombies jesus christ i yeah. i am over zombies at this point uh-huh. um zombie post-apocalyptic stuff like i can't talk zombie dystopian stuff i'm mm-hmm. I'm over that but then amidst all of that you had like the trilogies coming out that were oh yeah the
0: hunger games the divergence the, the i mean i feel like so, in our like time of life i mean i just i mean i guess when we were in in high school yeah. or, or early college like that time of life when YA was probably what we were most like interested in reading, that yeah. was every book. It was all dystopian all yep. the time.
1: Yep. Um, and so I did, I did have burnout then. Um, but I've also, I think because of my burnout, I haven't really consumed any dystopian content for like 10 years. So you know? now you're back. And now I'm like, Oh yeah, I can dance read ready in for the <laughs> end. <laughs> um, but no, I, as of right now, no, I'm not. But that's just because I ignored it for so long because I was so burned out from it. Yeah. And, oh, oh, also the uh, the maze runner, that didn't help. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, there it is. <laughs> All
2: right. That's what pulled you back in. Yeah. Um, I think that it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's similar to like you were saying about zombies where there's still some, every once in a while there's like a creative take on it. But it seems like a lot of the hypes of dystopia have been kind of explored to an extent where you're like, okay, like you could basically see everything that is coming. Like it's like you said, it's government control, it's technology. It's like environmental, destruction, it's like asteroid. Yeah. Right. At this point, it's like, there's like just a few and you kind of, they all have their own route that you're like, okay, I know where this is going kind of thing, which not to say they're all like that. And you know, obviously I'm not going to put down anyone's, you know, creative way that they do something. It's just, it seems like, like you said, it it was kind of blowing up in the 2010s. Um, But I don't know if it's like slowed down a little bit right now because maybe it became too real, but yeah. So that's
0: honestly, I kind of, I, I, I was thinking about that, you know, while I was, while we were, you know, writing show notes and prepping for this episode is we're, we're kind of living in a time where that is less fun like you know it's right. less fun to get in You've katniss's shoes um yeah like it, it, and i don't know maybe this is just me and i i mean i'm i'm saying that and i read the stand during covid so who knows but <laughs> i i do think that there's something to be said for um like r- romanticizing <laughs> romanticizing the end of the world or like tragedy when you're not experiencing it because mm-hmm. you can uh more easily see like the or you can distance yourself from it, right? And then like in the midst of it, it's like, hey, maybe this sucks. Like <laughs> maybe I don't yeah. want to feel this uh, whilst the world outside is I, not the best.
1: I wish there were more book series that was not the post event of whatever bad thing happens. Like I I would love a really good series that builds up to like the end of the world. Yeah, rather yeah. than the end of the world has happened and this is how life has continued on. Yeah.
0: Kind of kind of Fahrenheit 451-ish cuz I feel like that is, oh, yeah, in that, my mind has I've never a great ending. Oh, you haven't read it? Oh. oh <laughs> that's shoot. a good recommendation. Never mind. I didn't know that's what hey, Dan, that book was mind. about. Nothing nothing it's weird happy... or strange happens at no, the I end. No, I know it's weird,
1: or... but I I didn't know it was like a build up to that, which is what I would be more interested in than what I have read.
2: Yeah. Do you feel like you're like doomsday prepped? If something happens like are you more ready after reading oh god, god no, no. are you
0: kidding me are you kidding me i'm so i'm are you so good for survival no, no dude I, i'm so dependent on like the the barest like or, or just like the the everything in my life is is a very uh fragile ecosystem right if you were to remove electricity if you're like it, doesn't even have to be apocalypse. Not have to be apocalypse. If you remove electricity, if there's or a snowstorm, running water, snowstorm—I mean, anything, dude—I'm useless. I'm done. Like, okay, what about you could like, just...
1: if I removed like your like coffee maker?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, done. <laughs> I'm dead. Like you do that, I become a slug and not fun to be around, and I would just—I—I I would die.
1: Do you like camping? I Feel like you don't like camping?
0: No, Dan. We've talked about this, my guy. <laughs> I went—I went backpacking once. I, it, 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 you know, it just uh, it proved to me that um, we have evolved in a way as a society to appreciate the outdoors and small spurts. And the reason why we live inside is to be away from the shitty parts of the outdoors. <laughs> and uh, that's a pretty hot yeah, take. Hey, you know what? Mosquitoes, not a fan. Um, having to poop in the woods, not, don't love that. Um, having to use things to clean water from a river. So then I can drink the water. Why would I do that? No, 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 no.
1: I think we've talked about a few times, like which one of us would die first in a apocalyptic event. And we almost always just say Parker.
0: Yeah. So, so hear, hear me out, hear me out. (laughs) Camping seems like a slap in the face of, uh, all of the civilizations before current modern day. Could you imagine if someone from like, you know, 2000 years ago were to like, just stumble upon, like come into the future and see people being like, we're going to go live outside for a week. They'd be like, really? Like, Come on. Like, we are dying of dysentery every other day. The Black play all that stuff. Like, it's we're just dying. Like, there's plagues and and, and animals and creatures killing us left and right. You're going I back think, out there?
1: I think the bookends with friends gang should go camping. Oh, because no. I want to see the podcast. I want to see Parker what we What weekend is that?
2: I might be sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we could talk about it.
0: Oh, okay, maybe. If it would make for good audio content, you might have me there.
1: Yeah.
2: Can you get scurvy in the woods? For some is reason, I only on think pirates
0: can get Yeah,
1: scurvy, I think right? only if you're a pirate. You only get
0: pirates get scurvy. Is scurvy still around? I, I think if you eat lemons or limes, it goes away, so I would think no.
2: Too <sighs> many limes.
0: Guys, doctor, this is again, why should I go camping? Dr. Parker. <sighs> God. okay we are we are we are down deep in a rabbit hole right now i'm gonna bring us back to dystopia um so okay so let, let's keep the ball rolling uh if you could turn any existing work of literature into a YA dystopia what would it be like that's not already dystopian mm. i'm thinking pride and prejudice and zombies like like something like okay. that. that in, that's okay that's helpful to, yeah, to, that's to good. give you an example to give you something to go off yes of. that's very good um Um,
2: little women and zombies
0: just anything jane austen and zombies let's go give us the give us the rest of the collection
1: uh i i don't think little women's by jane austen (laughs) it's not fuck (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about um emma yeah. and
0: uh sorry 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 maddie man she's <laughs> so can we let's hey hey guys, guys guys hear me out hey do me a song do me a song just go ahead and cut that last
1: piece <laughs> we're now. keeping it in no 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 no, no. um Weak. i think All i right, would Brett, do um i don't know why any question like this i'm like i wonder how i could turn a man called uva into this <laughs> any question I go to why go. would
0: you even want to sully that perfect book I go. To go. Him, why, why would you want uva to have any more trouble in his life I'm angry right now I'm not getting afraid I'm getting I, angry uh,
1: I always snap I always snap to that book I don't know why let me give me a second give me a second I'm gonna take a pause I'm gonna go through goodreads uh parker uh-huh. talk go, while I look through goodreads hit, really hit quick. That
0: goodreads up I already have mine house in the Cerulean sea it's great it's a it's like a feel-good like absolutely beautiful story um, uh, about like a, a monster orphanage, and just throw in the end of the world and see what happens. I bet those. I bet that orphanage would do freaking great.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good one. I know. I this is a few conversations ago, but I was talking about books. I, I would really like a book leading up to the end of the world. Project Hail Mary. Man, the the premise of that book is so good. It. I don't want to spoil it, but read Project Hail Mary because that is a great. Uh oh! Big bad's coming. What do we do? It's it's on the shelf.
0: I have it on the shelf. Read it. We'll get to it eventually. I sorry, I got one. So I
2: want the love hypothesis, but the um the two characters are like they have some sort of like telekinesis. And then they have these swords and they're okay. kind of like an end of the world and maybe they're in space too. Maybe they're
0: in space and there's like an empire, like an evil yeah. empire threatening the existence Their planet of- planet's getting destroyed. Yeah, 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 dude. That sounds tight.
2: And they just like fall in love. One of them maybe works for the empire and then <laughs> slowly falls in love with the other.
0: Wow. Sounds pretty bad. I don't know if I would like it at all.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Um, well, hey, you know, do, do, so <laughs> do you guys want to try to write an original dystopian novel?
1: I actually did a lot of the grunt work on this because I saw this question. And so I would like to pitch my idea because I think it's pretty good.
0: Oh, that's even better. Let's hear it. I I want to hear Daniel's original dystopian novel. Yes, Brett and I will certainly mess it up.
1: So, yes, Brett, please add on. Um, I think good dystopian, you need things that are pop culture relatable. Yeah. Um, And this is my bias. I love a sci-fi dystopian just mentioned project tell mary i love sci-fi i love when it goes sci-fi so you start obviously with the scientist and like any good dystopian scientist he's working on a big problem and so the the issue pop culture issue he's working on the cure for alzheimer's okay okay um is he, this dawn of the planet of the apes
0: are, are you James Franco? Are you writing Don of the Planet of the Apes right now, Dan? Be honest. I swear I, to God, if this, if this I is was a bit just going just... to
1: say the plot of Planet of the Apes. Are you? Are you <laughs> kidding? Brett, me? One. Brett picked that up so fast. One. Hats off to Brett. One. Hats, <laughs> hats off to Brett because that was so really
0: quickly. quick. That was so fast. <gasps> Never try and
2: get the plot of Don of the Planet of the Apes past me, son.
0: <laughs> wow, picked it up Brett. So fast. Brett was
1: locked and loaded with Don of the Planet of the Apes. So quickly.
2: <laughs> Don't ever try to get that past me.
1: Oh man, I wasn't even gonna fix <laughs> it up. I was gonna say he's testing on apes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I was I was
0: hooked. I was so invested, and I was like, "Oh, cool. Okay, good idea, Dan." And then and then Brett was like, "Oh no, no, this exists." This wow. Is a thing. That was the my first franchise. thought.
2: I was as soon as you said doctor working on. I didn't remember if it was Alzheimer's, but I just remember his dad having the issue. So I was like, "Wait." I just like remember
0: it. Draco Malfoy getting, uh, beat up by monkeys.
2: (laughs) Dan's wonderful ability to, uh, (laughs) come up with creative stories.
0: Oh, everything's a bit. Ha ha. Very funny. Good. Yeah. Parker puts a show note in there and Dan thinks, how can I turn this into a bit?
1: (laughs) Ape together strong.
0: Um, (laughs) the stick, (laughs) the stick scene. Where he snaps it and yeah. then he puts all the twigs and then he can snap
1: it. Yeah, they've together shrunk.
0: I'd like to think that's our that's that's us and our audience. Bookends with friends together strong. Okay, 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 okay. Play play with me in the space. Okay, I'll
1: yeah, play. Yeah, with play, you. Yeah,
0: play with, yeah, play with me in the space. Uh let's write a dystopian novel. Um we're gonna round Robin style and we we first need to figure out what is the threat to the world. Technology. Technology has enhanced bugs I, guys I, i'm in i'm in my creative space i'm in the okay, zone i'm bugs. pulling words out of the ephemeral clouds that are in my mind is it bugs. a specific bug big big bugs no all bugs are big now
2: okay all bugs are big
0: think think uh jurassic park but bugs
2: so okay. we is there an island where the bugs are no 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 they're
0: everywhere bugs, okay, bug okay
2: so okay this is bug world okay. this is bug world now
0: um do we have a main character, a main group of characters? Is it the scientists that did it? Yeah, the scientists that did it are evil. They wanted bugs for war. Okay. <laughs> they, deci- they decided drone technology has nothing on big bugs. Bugs can be trusted. Drones cannot. Drones are out. Big bugs in. So they made big bugs, and then we have a group of... Um, people who uh bug catchers
1: spencers pest control
0: exterminators not no 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 bug catchers who loved bugs and wanted to maintain good harmonious environments with bugs okay so who are they're leading the charge to stop this evil organization that are making war bugs so the big and, bugs
1: are already out and about though yeah big, yeah. Bu- big bugs are already out and about and loose are the bug catchers trying to save them? Yeah, do they catch I, those? I'm thinking.
0: Or? I'm thinking. At first, everyone's thinking like big bugs, bad bugs. But then the plot twist is that this our 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 main our main hero Cynthia Bugwell. You c- can't know, do that, Cynthia. Uh, uh, man.
1: Uh, man, beetle cockroach.
0: <laughs> um, Cynthia Mantis body um she she loves bugs and takes care of bugs and she befriends bugs bug bugs on bugs war good wait, bugs versus whoa, whoa, whoa. bad bugs
2: okay so wait so they can't be exterminators because we don't want to kill the big bugs but the big bugs are gonna die anyways
0: no 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 no. so some big bugs good big bugs some big bugs bad bugs
1: how are they oh wait Wait, it's wait, wait, wait! Bug oh, bug. Brett's
0: got it. Brett's gonna ring us up. Okay.
2: So there's Cynthia. She's she's our main character. She's you know Team Good bugs. She befriends them. But there's also a, a side character, a- Anthony. That's Anthony, si- Ant who is a the exterminator. Name? There it is. And she has to try and turn him. Like he just wants to kill all the bugs, but oh, she has to tell enemies
0: him, to lovers. Yeah.
2: She has to say like like there are good bugs out there. There are good bugs out there. And so she has to bring him. Up. And so he eventually learns to love the bugs and they love him and it's a metaphor for
0: human nature exactly guys this book sounds good bug world civilization's collapsing and you have one group that enslaves big bugs makes them bad big bugs makes them warrior big bugs you have one group that has learned to live harmonious with big bugs and befriend big bugs
1: why is it dystopian
0: because the world's ended Okay, you didn't yeah, say bad that. Bugs you just killed. said they're
1: b- making bugs big for war.
0: Okay, okay, Dan. Imagine all bugs big. We're not gonna have cities You'd, and but some
1: bugs good civilization.
0: Bugs. We're not gonna go to the Walmart with giant praying mantises all around.
1: But some bugs good bugs.
0: Some good some some bugs good bugs. People don't know some bugs but good bugs first. Bad bugs have destroyed the world. Yes, there we go. First, Thank you. Brad. At first, bugs being big. It, like the human population decreases significantly.
2: Yeah. Okay. There this we is go. The, this is the remnants. This is like ten years and later. And it's also
0: right. And it's also it's also a a conversation on um how humanity has caused a bunch of other species to go extinct, and now it's the bugs' turn. Yeah. <laughs> for that's, us to go. That's the tag. Extinct.
1: And then we call it now. Now it's the bugs. A bug's life.
0: Turn. No. They might come after us for that. They one. might come. Disney will come after us from that. But
2: it is it's the bug's turn it is on the front cover of the book it's the bug's turn
0: i mean what about just big bugs bad bugs it's the bug's turn
2: yeah but that oh, i guess does that imply that all the big bugs are bad bugs
0: but that's the twist okay it's like how to train so your dragon okay. really i'm doing i'm doing a how to train your dragon with a with a, an apocalyptic bug twist okay all right we did and it cynthia
2: rides some of the bugs yeah for sure okay, okay. and anthony does she wait does she have like a it's
0: like ant-man too well, I was going
2: to say, does she have, like, a favorite bug that she's, like, best friends with? Oh, like yeah, oppa? of course
0: she's going to have a best friend bug. Okay. Is it big a beetle? A big, it's a big bee. Okay. Think about a cute, just a massive giant bee that you ride. A cute, cute big bumblebee. Cute big bumblebee, okay. And she okay. calls him bee. Yeah. <laughs> not like Transformers. She's not the best at naming, like us. <laughs> oh Much like God. the bookends with friends, Cynthia struggles with coming up with names. Oh, man, you know what I just remembered one of my coworkers found out about this podcast and I just said Big Bugs like 1,800 times.
2: <laughs> That's a new job, new city. Oh new
0: job, God. new city, new name. Gotta change my passports. I just got a new
1: passport, guys. It takes a long time to get another It one. takes so long. Okay, let me... Let me right, re- well, now let I me... have to
0: think of a new name for myself, so help me out.
1: Parker Big Bug.
0: <laughs> okay, yep, there we go.
1: Uh, let me bring us back one more Rapid fire question for you guys. Rapid fire answers coming at me. Okay. Uh, what genre does dystopian best? Who's the king of dystopian? The king of dystopian? Yeah, what genre's king?
2: I still think horror does it best. It's most at home in horror. I agree. I agree. Why he's been the most successful, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's that was the question I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say like um accessibility wise or just like personally what do we like the most what do you think because i think ya dystopian is so accessible and can draw in such a crowd God. but i don't know that i think that it's the best
2: we got to get them into the end of the world early at an early age at an early, early age. age i With like that anxiety uh,
0: going early on get them on some anxiety medication and oh yeah it's all big pharma it's all big <laughs> big pharma paid suzanne collins to write the hunger games thank you brett i've been saying it for years
1: we're on to you Susie. i'm surprised parker didn't think hunger games was written by jane austen
0: (laughs) oh my god can we end the podcast on that i feel like that was a good enough burn i feel sufficiently roasted and stupid and i said big bugs too many times let's
1: let's bookmark it
0: okay yeah let's bookmark it um okay uh before we do special thank you um Ashley Stormlight Memes made an animated short of (laughs) our last episode of one of our conversations. It was was so good. Like, so much talent. Uh, And and also, it's stuff like that that, you know, like, of course, we we always say, like, we do the podcast for us. It's fun. It's good to talk about books and and have fun reading. But, like, when we have people who, like, appreciate it and then, like, show, like, that is so kind. We don't deserve that. We're idiots. We don't deserve that. That was so nice. Um, So thank you for that. Um, Thank you so uh, much. Also, just thank you to anyone and everyone who listens to the podcast. Y'all are the true heroes. Y'all are the good bugs. Um, And we love you so much. So thank you. Tell your friends. uh, Don't tell your friends if they work with me. Um, And uh, keep reading. Uh, We have Crying in H Mart. That'll be uh, our episode on that will be in two weeks? Two Tuesdays? Yes. Two, Two Tuesdays. Two. two Tuesdays. Okay. Two Tuesdays, the 30th is Crying in H Mart by Michelle Zonner. Um, have that book read by then. We'll be discussing it then. Uh, anything else, guys? I believe that's it. That's it. Uh Suzanne says, Don't get a don't get afraid, get angry.
2: And also thank you to Jacob Robinson.
0: Oh, and thank you to Jacob Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For a wonderful theme song.
2: Thank you to Many Moon for our wonderful podcast art
0: it's it's so good also again uh i think we said this last time if there's people who want sweatshirts i've seen a couple people poking around or or just merch in general i don't know if we have the demand for that if we do hit us up we'll we'll maybe make some (laughs) (laughs) a very lukewarm promise um yes thank you jacob and maddie uh that's it bookmark it there it is remember the real books with the friends we made along the way
1: He really snuck that one in there before it's a question now it's a
0: it's a question right now.
2: Remember, the real, the books, real books were the ones Netflix that survived really? to the end of time
0: and never died. Survived the big bug. True. Sure.